What's up, guys? You're listening to Talk to Transcend, a podcast that inspires individuals to go beyond their limits. Our names are Kevin Tran and Jimmy Tran. On this show, we sit down and converse with others and ourselves about the journey we're on and the lessons we've learned along the way. Yep, this is episode eight. What's up? What's up? How are you doing, dude? Doing pretty good. Hope you're doing good and all our viewers are doing good as well. Or I guess I should say listeners and viewers. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, another week, another episode. I think this episode is going to be pretty interesting. Diving a little bit deeper into, I guess, what keeps us motivated, what keeps us going, um, and really bringing it back to that turning point of our lives. Yeah. Um, and as far as like turning point, um, I guess it's... The turning point to where we wanted to get uh, get the most out of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you feel like your definition of getting the most out of your life is? Yeah, so, I mean, that's like a, right? It's one of those things that's so subjective because everyone's going to have, I guess, a different opinion or, you know, everyone's life is different. But I think for myself, getting the most out of my life means figuring out what I want to do in the long run, right? Because, you know, as a human or just as a functioning person in society, like, you have to work somehow, you know, like, you have to bring in some way of income, but... And you think that's just, like, human nature? I don't necessarily think it's human nature. I just think it's, like, what society has, like, thrown on us, you know, like... And we're kind of programmed that way? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're more so programmed to go, like, you know, your very typical, you know, college route, you know, find that type of job. But I think for me, getting the most out of life is, I think I realized I don't want to go that route. And how I feel like I could make the most is tapping into what I'm really passionate about and trying to make something out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you brought up like it being like figuring out your long-term goal and stuff. Um, Do you feel like everyone should have a long-term goal? I want to say yes, but I think my actual answer to that is no. Because okay. I think right a lot of people or maybe some people can't or they don't really want to function or they don't want to think about the long term, right? And, you know, if that's how you function, that's how you function. Um, like, even if you ask me, like, my long-term goals, like, I don't even necessarily think I have a long-term goal. You know, like, maybe a little bit more short, short-term. Short-term, like, three, five years? Yeah, probably three, five years. Yeah. But if you were to ask me... 35 or like 40 you know i think that's something i would kind of draw a blank on and just not really know what to say mm-hmm. um so i think yes and no i think for the people that do have it planned out to a t like i think that's pretty amazing that you know you have everything down you know what exactly you want mm-hmm. um but i also think there's kind of like almost like a beauty in like just the unknowns of life you know because like life can throw anything at you yeah i mean even and i think that's that's true even for the people that have it mostly planned out right um even though they have everything planned out i mean they i think for them and it kind of works in their favor in ways because they see it out in front of them right they have Mm -hmm. the vision and they know what they need to do to accomplish that yeah right so with having like that in mind it kind of helps you stay on path on track yeah on track to to get the most out of your life right because that that to them is their definition of what what that is and 
I mean, but yeah, like, I don't, I don't know what my long term, you know, like, twenty year plan is, right? Um, I'm similar to you, like knowing what my five year plan is. You know, yeah. and that's more so what I'm trying to accomplish. And like, once I get there, whether it be five years or longer, then I know I'll have another five year plan. But that's just kind of the way I work and the way I see things because I'm always like my mind changes a lot, mm-hmm. you know, based on the things I experience as I try to make the most just out of my life. Just experience life. life. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's the the thing with humans too. I think for us, right, like I know everyone listening to podcasts where, you know, when we talk to each other, like we have like these short term goals, but yeah, like the goals are satisfied, but us as humans, you know, like and maybe not even just us, but I think humans are never satisfied you know like you're always searching for more you're always like looking for what's next and whatever aspect that is yeah. so and i totally agree with you dude like i think that's just a part of life right because it's not like you die when you reach that goal mm-hmm. you know so there's more obviously you know it's what it's maybe what you thought was the most you can do at that point but once you get there and you realize it. Like, I feel like to get there, right, you're wanting to get the most out of your life. So when you're done and there's still more time in your life, then you're going to want to do more to get more out of your life. So I guess that kind of brings up the question, do you think there's ever, like, full completeness ever? Or do you think there's always, like, you know, even along the path, like, you're finding other things so you'll bring that along? To an extent, right? But I feel like there is a point in your life that you'll, you'll reach eventually um not everyone reaches it right like you there's a lot of hard work that has to go into it Mm -hmm. and things happen along the way but for the ones who have i feel like it's that point where you did what you wanted and like now you're just like on cruise control you know i mean you're still doing things right to an extent but it's not like you're like man you're like stressing out about it having anxiety about Mm -hmm. like you need to do this you know before time runs out I i mean i think it's more so like at that point, you're probably, like, kicking back a little. You're like, dang, like, this is what I built. Mm-hmm. Exactly, dude. So do you think for someone like Elon Musk, right, like, it seems like that guy's never going to stop. You know, like... Yeah, he's... Is, is he one of those people that where he will never really probably truly be satisfied? You know, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because he's probably just, like, he needs to go at it, at least from what it seems like. Yeah, but, but you know, the things that he's accomplished, I feel like he has that feeling where it's like, yeah, I, I did that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to, yeah. to that to that um, that kind of level. Right. And I feel like once you reach that level, there's a point. Yeah, you're going to he's dude, he's not going to stop until he can barely like think or yeah, walk. Right? Like the same thing with like um, Steve Jobs. Yeah, like, you know, until he died. Yeah, not until he died and stuff like that, but he was still, like, inventing things, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, just running Apple and stuff like that. Like, he never, like, took a step back from being CEO. I'm going to just enjoy my life. Yeah. Because, they, like, that's what makes them tick, right? Mm-hmm. And and so, with that being said, I don't think it's, like, to where they're not satisfied with their life. Like, they're satisfied, you know, to an extent. And But they, I mean, they're going to keep doing more because that's just in their nature. Yeah. That's just the, the way they're programmed. Um, but... Yeah, and then you have those other people that maybe once they achieve, they're like, there are people that where they step down, right? As CEO, they're like, you know. Just going a little bit more cruise control. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people, like, think about it, like, um, uh, professional sport players, Mm -hmm. right? That retire, but 
But then after that, they go for, you know, they keep doing Newscaster, things. Newscaster, yeah, like ESPN. You, like Kobe Bryant, for example, right? When he stepped away from basketball. Did he did you, a lot. Yeah. Afterwards, right? Yeah. But did you, you know, did you think that he was going to, like... Do all of that? Yeah, like, do you, I mean, no, do you think that he wasn't satisfied with his basketball career? That is true. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he closed that chapter of his life, and then he's... It's like the next thing, right? Because he still he figured out he still has more time. Yeah. You know. Do you think it's satisf- being satisfied though, or making peace with it? Because I I think Kobe was satisfied, but I'm pretty sure he was like, if I could have just gotten oh, one more. Yeah. Ring, you you know? can there. You can always do more. I mean, and that's just the, the infinity. Nature. Yeah, in the infinite um, rule of life, basically, right? Like there, you're, there's there's always gonna be improvements to things. Like mm-hmm. it's just it would never stop. Never ever stop, yeah. and that's just. I think that's just the world we live in. Yeah, but I definitely see that with Kobe, though. Yeah, it's crazy. He did a lot after his mm-hmm. basketball, and he was—he still had so much more he wanted to do, and you would have been like, right? But and you can't say that he wasn't happy with his basketball career, but he gave it his all. Mm-hmm. You know, he left it all out there, and he was able to accomplish fucking hella hella shit. Yeah, and so. With that being said, dude since we kind of defined our definitions of what getting the most out of your life is, did you have a point in your life that kind of flipped the switch for you? Right? Yeah. Where like kind of made you realize something or like an aha moment. So I think for me, it's kind of weird because I felt like I was always, um, you know, like I guess you go into college I lived in my own little world, lived in my own little bubble. Like, mm-hmm. I thought I was very knowledgeable. Um, and, like, I probably was to a certain extent, but I don't think it was until, like, life hit me with, like, a bag of bricks. Um, and that was when both my parents passed away. That was probably my turning point. Um, what did it make you realize? So, I think it made me realize... I think it just changed me completely on, like, my aspect on life my views on like treating like you know how you treat people um like future long-term goals things like that i mean it completely flipped my world upside down um you know kind of bad at first um but i guess i was able to you know kind of think about it reflect on it and you know kind of what is that there's like a term that you call like you uh you take something positive away from something like that was so negative. Fuck, dude, I forgot the word. I don't know what it is, but I mean, that's, I feel like that's what happened. Um, for like my, you, you made the best out of that situation, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just like walking away, like making a mistake and then not learning anything mm-hmm. from it. Um, and I, I think that's the one thing where like, it was such a turning point because I had no choice but to deal with it. You know, like I couldn't walk away. Um, I just kind of had to actually embrace it all, like feel everything, go through it all. Um, But that, going through that, I think led me to really change my perspective on how I view life. You know, whether people might see it as a bad thing, like I do feel life is, can be taken for granted, right? Um, Our time on here can be very short and I think that's why going back to the long-term goals, like sometimes I feel like two long-term goals aren't 
too good right because you want to give yourself short-term goals that you can complete mm-hmm. you know to and, make the most out of your life yeah right and i just read there. something about that exactly about like quit thinking about your like five-year goal right or like six-month goal you know make it a one-month goal mm-hmm. you know like cut it down because it's like if you're going to give yourself 10 months to do it then it's going to get done in 10 months right but if you only give yourself one month to do it it's going to get it's going to get done right in one yeah. month like that's like it just it's that that can really relate to like even people that are in school mm-hmm. you know like when a professor gives you all the procrastinators like, yeah. out there yeah you're gonna take your yeah. time to finish it at the very end yeah exactly even though the professor gave you two weeks right it mm-hmm. got done in two weeks but you really did it in the <laughs> amount of time that you gave yourself the the last night mm-hmm. whatever that may be and seriously the main thing that i'm trying to understand is like you said you it changed your perspective on life um and one of the things i got from that was like kind of your thought on how long life is right Mm -hmm. and that it can be very short and people get people tell people all the time right we can hear it from um, a lot of like the hear it everywhere yeah where they say like life is short yeah right but people still take it for granted you know because it's Mm -hmm. it's one thing i think to just hear it and then for you i mean you didn't experience that life is short yeah not like directly but it's really really close to you right Mm -hmm. where it was both your parents and so like i guess I i just i wish i could understand that feeling you know because it's like where you you hear something and then you actually like really take that in and believe it mm-hmm. and like i guess do you like truly believe that now so i think yes what you know with the side exceptions of every now and then i still do feel like i take my time and for my granted. life for granted mm-hmm. you know um whether it's still like doing things that like you know, like doing things or not doing things because I'm, cause I'm fearful, you know, doing things because I'm scared. Yeah. Um, That's so hard though, dude. Like I feel like to, to truly believe that like, you know, life is short, right? I mean, that, this is just one yeah. of the things. And like to actually do something every single like hour, every single minute to make sure you're making the most out of your life. Yeah. Because dude, I don't, you know, I yeah. take my life for granted. I, I think, mean, most people probably don't, you know? Yeah. And even I mean, if I don't. Yeah. yeah. And but like even with what you went through, you know, like I just... I wish there was something that you can just like flip the switch like where every day you believe that shit. Like how Gary Vee says like he wakes up, you know, or he and he thinks that like his parents are like are going to die or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, and like just he just gets really really sad and then he has to do he does it every day to yeah, where he kind of flip, flips that switch and he's like, "All right, I got to do shit now." Mm-hmm. And cuz like you know, it's it's like when you get that little bit of inspiration you know for that moment and maybe the next hour or like the next day right or maybe yeah. the three days where you're doing things like you're maxing out you're your like life. high drive yeah but then it dies down mm-hmm. right and like i hate that man because it's like a constant it's a constant day. cycle yeah and it's like to me like why can't you just keep that energy yeah you know i wish we could fix that but i i guess if it was that easy then you know it, Everyone, Everyone would, would just that. flip yeah. that switch on and on. Exactly. So yeah. So with that being said, like, I guess, what what's like one of the main things you feel like that turning point in your life may really like change you in a way that you took that and took and put into action right away. So I guess what you're asking is what I started doing, mm-hmm. or like sense. yeah, or like or like what did you like say like okay. 
I'm, I'm going to do this instead of this from what you were thinking before. Okay. I think more so, I think taking risks, you know, like I'm so a very like risks, I guess, what's the word? Like I assess a lot of my risks, you know, like mm-hmm. um, I'm not the one that's just jumped the gun and do things right away. But I think more so before everything happened with my parents, I was not a risk taker at all. You know, like very safe, um, you know, very calculated risk if anything. But then I feel like with everything with my parents, you know, like, I mean, you you know, you kind of had an idea of the people they were, um, but they were, they were very safe, you mm-hmm. know, and like for good reasons, you know, like we, like me and my parents are very different people. We grew up very differently. Um, I'm pretty sure they played it safe so I could have a good future. Yeah. Um, but now me as, you know, just an only child, it's really just, you know, myself, I live with you guys, Leilani, um, I feel like the risks I can take are a little, I can take more not calculated risks, if that makes sense. Like, I, you know, I should still probably calculate them to some degree. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't feel like there's like, I feel like if I take those risks and I fail, fail mm-hmm. like, I don't really don't know what's the worst that could happen. You know, as I think as opposed to before, like I would think. So I guess this is my biggest thing. Like now that I think about it, I think before I would think of all these ridiculous things, like these terrible things in my life. Like, you know, if I quit my job, if I go do this and this and this is going to happen. But for me now, I'm like, I went through both my parents passing away. You know, like what can really phase me anymore in life? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's like I've been, okay, you know, that's, like that's big. Yeah. yeah. So I, to me, that's the biggest thing, right? Like in a sense where nothing really phase like nothing really bothers me you know i'm like if i become you know like probably not right because like i do think if i became homeless i'd probably be a pretty shitty situation yeah but you know just the idea of it you know or just the idea of like scare you yeah you know it doesn't scare me because i had to go into such that turning point with such unknown with no clarity whatsoever Mm -hmm. you know every single day was an unknown every day was new it was a new situation happening um so yeah, I would feel like it's made me learn to not have ever anything phase me. And I'm still working on that too, you know, like things still do phase me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still trying to like make the most out of it and, you know, really live by what I'm, what I'm trying to preach. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's deep, man. You know, yeah. I don't think mine's as intense or as, you know, difficult as yours was like realization wise but um for me i mean to be honest i've been very like lucky and blessed in my life right Mm -hmm. um to where this turning point is kind of like really i I wouldn't say it's like nothing but it's it's like a blimp on the radar right like it's not major um because everything was really like given to me you know as far as like my parents you know Mm -hmm. they set it up that way dude my parents worked so hard to give me this life that I have and they support me you yeah. know, in almost everything that I do. But I mean, I feel like you could say that a lot about like, you know, let's say other people out there that have very fortunate parents, like, you know, not all of them make something out of what they're given, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's not necessarily just like a blimp on the radar. Like, Yeah. But I mean, that's how, that's how I feel about it. Like if you thought about it, um, if you looked at it from outside looking in, right? Like it's like, 
you know, what kind of turning point. Like, I wasn't, like, I mean, I wasn't, like, poor or, like, I didn't lose. I still have both my parents, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, going through as far as, like, experiences-wise. It was more so of, like, a mindset for me, right? So, like, being given all those things, I, I really took a lot of things for granted, mm-hmm. you know, as a kid, whether it was because I was young and dumb, whatever you want to call it. I wasn't wise. Um, and really, dude, like, it wasn't until... I started fucking up right in my life slowly um yeah like through high school through college you know making bad choices and just because i was like i was able to get out of it right you know and like to an extent to where like i i mean i made some like stupid decisions and stuff like that but i didn't get um in so like deep trouble deep waters yeah deep waters and stuff like that to where i couldn't get out i was always able to get out Right. And so just having that in my mind, I took things for granted. Um, And then slowly, I think I started getting deeper into deeper waters. And I was like, whoa, you know, I was like, this is too deep. I need to take a step back. So then I took a step back. Um, That was, I think, one of the first things that I did um, and came to realize. Right. I was like, all right, this is getting a little too deep now. It's getting harder to breathe. So I took a step back and then I like I was able to finish college, you know, and then kind of start my life um, in my terms. And I was excited. Um, I got my first job and I started making real money, right? And as a kid, dude, I always thought, you know, money was king, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure most kids do, you know, because yeah. you can buy anything with money. Exactly. I just felt like once I make money, life is going to be good, right? And I, I don't know if it's because... You know, just seeing my parents they're always working and always trying to make money and stuff like that. Like, that's the kind of like, so I was like chasing money, you mm-hmm. know, in that kind of sense. When, I mean, to them, like money is what got them out of their the, poor situations, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day and stuff like that. Because they came here with nothing. Yeah. And so, I guess that that was kind of hindsight how it gro- groomed who I was and my mindset. But then when I was at, when I started making real money... And I started spending it and I start I started spending it, but I wasn't like fulfilled, right? Yeah, I was like having fun and doing things, you know, a little more like freely because I had mm-hmm. the money. But I started like there was moments where like I would come back home or like I'd be driving my car, but I just I wasn't like fulfilled. I felt like I wasn't you felt empty almost. Yeah. I felt empty to an extent, man. And so then um one day I was driving to work and then it was, I was listening to, I started listening to podcasts and stuff. I just wanted to feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I was like, I was just searching, you know, I was searching and trying to figure out how, how I can make myself feel better and not empty inside and feel fulfilled. And I just heard this guy talk about doing things that you like, Do you love, yeah, that you love. You know, and I thought those those things were things that I loved, but then he was talking about how finding things to where you don't feel like you're just living for the weekend, right? And then that was when I was like, okay. So I started thinking a little more, you know, and I was like, man, that's right, because Monday through Friday, I'm like, man, fuck, I gotta go to work, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's like seventy percent of your life, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about it, forty hours a week five you know yeah that's a good chunk of your life yeah exactly like if you're just living two days out of the week then 
out of seven days, you know, like that's, that's just crazy to me. You know, you're wasting so much of your mm -hmm. life. And that was when I was like, man, I need to get out of this, right? Like I want, I want to just do what I enjoy doing and have more time and freedom. Cause to me, that's when I realized time is, time is the most invaluable yeah, thing time in is, this world. Yep. And time is what will make you happy when you're able to have that freedom to do whatever you like with your time. Mm -hmm. Right. And yes. So with that, I understood, I still needed money to take care of my family, you know, take care of the bills, bills. and do all that things. So now it's, it was figuring out what I needed to do to make the most, um, to be able to, to make money, to be able to sustain that, but have the most freedom with my time. Mm -hmm. And bro, after that, it took off. Yep. That's when I think my mindset, you know, flipped. Um, I, that was that big ass turning point, you know, Yeah. in my life. But yeah, I mean, let's take a little break. And uh, once we come back, maybe we can talk about how people can reach that turning point and uh, what are the steps they can take to for them to reach their full potential. Welcome back. Hope you guys enjoyed that beat. Once again, it's from my good friend uh, Andrew, also known as Rhythmatical. Make sure you guys go check out his page. Yeah, on Spotify, he's known as Rhythmatical. The spelling's a little difficult for me, but I'll put it in the description below so you guys can check him out. All right, dude. That was a that was a pretty good first half, and now we talk about the second half. Getting a little bit deeper, and I guess maybe. I guess giving our own piece of advice out there. Yeah, um, because I mean, we're we're still in the midst of it, right? Like we're we're still on the road and on the path, trying to figure out how to get the most out of our lives, right? Um, and so, like, like what would you tell someone that who maybe never had like that turning point or like how to get there, if that is a thing, you know? Yeah. What would you What would you tell that person? They're like, because you know, some people they're like are going through life right now and are like cool as is, or mm -hmm. like those people that are just like hate their life, right? Yeah, you know. And I mean, I think this is it's more so for the people that are like not satisfied and not fully content mm -hmm. with their life right now. Um, that they're kind of on the way for a turning point. Yeah. So I think. The piece of advice that I have can really apply to someone that, you know, if you are currently unhappy with your point in life, if you're just going home, you know, like from work and you feel unfulfilled or you just feel unfulfilled most of your day, um, or even if you've gone something, um, if you've gone through something traumatic and you just don't really know what to make, make out of it. I think, you know, maybe we can bounce back and forth with the advice we'd give, but I think the first thing I would tell that person to do or those people to do is to really meditate and find yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think with, you know, this wanting more in life, you know, deals with a lot of self-awareness and, you know, right, like self-awareness is such like a broad term, right? Like that can really mean anything, you know, I mean, like... But I think it goes back to that other um, point that you made where you talked about finding yourself, 
mm-hmm. right? And exactly. That, that's, I guess, more so what self-awareness is. Um, like, and I mean, what's one thing, right? Just to say, you just got to think about it, right? And just kind of figure yourself out, mm-hmm. you know? But like, how, how, do, how does someone figure themselves out? Um, for me, I listened to podcasts, right? Um, a lot of self-help stuff, dude. Um, podcasts, read books. Um, I read a lot of books by Malcolm Gladwell. Do you have any books you'd recommend to our uh, listeners? I forget the time bad with names, but uh, the Alchemist. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and it that's that one's not by Malcolm Gladwell. It's by uh, yeah, but like a, it's like a South American a Spanish, yeah, like mm-hmm. a by some Sp- Spaniard guy. But you guys should look up the Alchemist for sure. That yeah. book is like yeah, and when it, you gave me that book to read actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that was like that book. Maybe was one of like the biggest, uh, most important reads of my life. Yeah, for real. It just it made me realize a lot of things, um, and it just it changed my mind, my perspective in life, and it made me definitely um, it made me more content mm-hmm. as well. You know, and I think what's interesting, you know, I guess we won't go too deep into it, but I think what I really like about the Alchemist is that it's. It is like almost like a self-help book, like self-improvement, but it's it's almost like a narrative. You know, it's like a story. story. Yeah. It's not someone just telling you do this, do this, do this. You know, it brings you along this path and story of the alchemist and. Yeah, it's, it basically gives you perspective. It tells exactly. you the story the of someone thing. else. Yeah, and just learning from another person's story, and that's another thing that you can go into reading too. You know, um, is by autobiographies. You know, of people, because. Uh, just reading about what every, what someone has been through and stuff gives you a lot of perspective and wisdom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that's the main thing is I think to get to that turning point, the turning point is when you find yourself, right? And then you figure out what truly makes you tick, what makes you happy. What matters to you. Yeah, and what, what matters most to you in life, right? So once you kind of have an idea of that, then you can start focusing on you can start focusing on what you need to do to get to that turning point yeah oh to make the most out of your life right because that's the turning point Mm -hmm. but yeah like once you like reading those things it kind of makes you think about okay do i really enjoy going out or do i just go out because my friends yeah because everyone's doing it you know yeah things like that um and i mean it's it's a good feeling you know once you have that I mean, honestly, like, I was, like, fired up, you know, after I, like, I heard that, and then I had that, like, click in my head. Yeah, that epiphany moment, and I was just, like, I was, like, all right. I was excited, dude, to get started and to be on the path to, like, for me, anyways, true happiness. But, yeah. Do you think, um, I know this this is starting off kind of random, but do you think um, working out, like, when you work out, do you feel like it it helps you realize anything? Like, um, it's just it's kind of, for me working out. What it does for me is like it gives me a jump start in my day, right? It's like that look good, feel good type thing, right? And and also like when you work out, um, especially when you're working out hard, right? Um, it triggers like endorphins yeah like just chemicals in your body but also like i think it like it really triggers your like central nervous system right 
and gets gets you kind of focused. And you get like lasered in focus. Yeah, and and it's it's routine, right? Like it's something that's like that you're doing every day. Like that's just like we like with that um, what we talked about earlier about how like you know why do you lose that feeling that motivation right that fire after a few days and stuff right mm-hmm. like and same thing goes working out right but you have to do it every day right you to keep, keep that fire going yeah to keep that fire going and that's that's one of the things that you can do every day to to keep you focused and um more apt to do the things that will lead you to get the most out of your life mm-hmm. i think for myself like, I think the reason, or I think so, my biggest takeaway from working out, and I feel like how it aligns for me getting the most out of life, um, is really, I think, one, the habit thing. I think that's probably the most key thing here. But I think the second main thing is I I feel like when you go to the gym and you just pop in your music, and I don't, you know, I don't know if you work out the same way, but I feel like when I work out, that's when all just my negative energy just flows out you know i think that's the time where like maybe you know maybe not the deepest thoughts you know because you're you're busy like trying to find you know the way or whatever but i feel like that's my part of the day where i get a lot of my negative energy out and then it, it just then lets me focus on everything else everything else that i feel like is part of i guess the journey mm-hmm. um it's interesting yeah that doesn't that's not what um it does for me yeah yeah it just gets me focused and like like, just like all right you know let's get this and like these these are the things that i need to do i never thought about like letting out energy that way yeah so i mean i feel like that's pretty interesting you know like how that is interesting like we do basically it's like that you know we work out probably pretty much the same like push pull but we get very different results i guess stimulus from it yeah yeah interesting but yeah i mean either way i think everyone should work out do something physical because not only like is it doing what we were just explaining but your health mm-hmm. you know you're able to live a longer life to do more that's key mm-hmm. exactly so it's, it's a win-win um so a- after after you realize that you know kind of the turning point in your life like what do you feel like um like were there steps that you took you know, like or like things that you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this, this, and that. You know, like or what are some things that you did that kind of helped you move towards um, getting the most out of your life? So I guess for me, if I have to look back on it, um, I know mindset is was the big thing, right? Yeah, mindset mm-hmm. is definitely the you know it was probably like the driving thing for everything. But, you know, to give, I guess, you and then everyone a quick rundown, um, I feel like before that turning point, that experience in my life, like I was like a child, you know, then I went through it and then it just, you know, I didn't want to just grow up real quick, but it made me grow up real quick. So I remember at least like when everything was going on, I just felt like at that point, like I had to kind of like turn on the switch of like learning to become an adult, like handling all these different things, um, so I think for me, it was first like getting all the stuff that I didn't want to do out the way. So like taking care of business. Taking care of business. You know, like ironing all the little details, you know, like figuring out all like, I guess, adulting stuff. 
to shortly put it. And then after that, I think is when I gave myself some more time to really hone in on like, okay, now how did I feel emotionally um, from that experience? Mm -hmm. You know, like how, how did that experience help me grow? And, you know, and I think how I realized how I came to that thought process and I guess like self-awareness was, I guess one working out, right? Like I think when I work out, it's just always letting out like angry emotions, negative emotions. Um, and I think two is just, you know, that feeling, you know, you have this feeling too, but that feeling of just wanting more for some reason, mm-hmm. you know, and then I guess, you know, I realize okay, now I want more. And then how do I tie this back to what I went through and how do I, what are the steps I can take? Mm-hmm. Um, to reach that end goal and those steps i'm still trying to figure out yeah because you i mean like i said you're in the middle of it right now right um same thing with me i mean i'm still trying to figure it out and do the most like i but i feel like i'm i'm getting there you know just because of everything that i put into motion yeah these past few years do you feel like it's like a almost like a bubble or was it a a bubble that's gonna like getting ready to burst like this, is that what it almost feels like? So you know when you say like you f- you feel like it, like what, yeah. what does that feeling feel like? If you could explain to like those people that might that might be on the same journey as us, right, or wanting to go through the same thing, like how do they know that feeling of like oh shit, like something might pop off very soon. So as far as like something might pop off very soon, I feel like you you can't right, you don't know, you know. Um, but it, it's it's the feeling that you mentioned, and it's exactly how you said it, is the bubble bursting, right? Like, you've been putting so much air into this bubble, right, that you just feel like it's about time to burst, right? And this bubble is that's, that, that's bursting for me is getting the, being able to be the boss of my own time, right? That's crucial. Yeah, and that's like that's key. That's major, major key to me. <laughs> Whether it's for me or for my wife, but like for one of us, you know. I mean, maybe for both of you guys. Yeah, as well. and like so, as far as like I said, so for me that turning point was to be able to be the boss of my own time, you know, and to be able to do what I want when I want with my time, and so my first step. You know, like mine is very, I guess, methodical, right? Like these are things that you can do, right? I found I was able to find a remote job, Mm -hmm. right? So that way, you know, as long as I like get my job done, like I'm on my own kind of schedule, right? Mm -hmm. To an extent, right? It's it's a little more lenient, yeah, right? But I mean, I still do work nine to five. So that was like step one. Do you feel like, is that, do you feel like that's why you took the, I guess like, full-time telecommuting job no i thought i was gonna move bro. oh really yeah i thought i had to move to seattle at first that's what they said oh i had no idea yeah until um they had brought up the hey you're gonna be 100 percent remote and then i, I was kind of bummed yeah because i was like i was like dang i really wanted to move to seattle yeah you know so then because that was like what was discussed during the inter- like the interview and i was like yeah no i'll move to seattle that's cool with me dude that would have been i had no idea that would yeah. be crazy that would have been, yeah, I don't know where my life would be if yeah. I did, right? It'd be a totally different life. But um, coming back to the steps that I took, so that was step number one, right? And also, it was, I was like, all right, I, I wanted to get, like, passive income. You know, I want to invest 
you know, in businesses, in real estate, just be, just invest in things that'll mm-hmm. bring me passive income. But in order to invest, you got to have money. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So like, how can I get to the point where I can invest quicker? Right. Yeah. Is I need more money now. Mm-hmm. Right. The sooner I get more money, you know, the, the quicker you can invest. Invest exactly, and then the quicker I'll get to where I get a lot more passive income, and then it be able to sustain. It just grows and grows. Yeah, and, grows. and then I can I can then leave my nine to five and then do my shit. Mm-hmm. You know, be more in control of my own time. So, like I said, that's step number one. Step number two was you, real quick. Do you go back to step number one? Do you feel like when you were thinking, you know, I'm pretty sure you kind of had kind of planned it out to some degree, like. Did you ever set yourself like a, I guess like a, an exact amount of like, once this starts rolling in and this starts rolling in, then I can be free? Basically, it has to be, for me, my passive income must match my current income. Okay. And that's, that's when I can leave. And that's that, a pretty, that's a pretty good like. Yeah. baseline to have yeah just because it can support the current life that you live now right you don't have to give up anything mm-hmm. right you don't have to sacrifice anything yeah. in that time but the time in between is what you have to sacrifice right like working in and working yeah. after your nine to five and so that's that's my thing like that's i guess that can tie into when to quit your nine to five yeah right versus someone's like oh you know fuck that like i'm gonna go do my own <laughs> shit I'm going to just go live with my parents. Yeah. Which if you can, I mean, all power to you, right? Like if you can make that sacrifice. That's not really an option for you. Yeah. That wasn't an option for me. You know, I was married. Um, I have a house and bills to pay for. So yeah. just depending on your situation. But but again, like, okay, so let's say your business doesn't work out, right? Then what? Like it's okay. Then I'll, just, I'll be stuck with my parents. I'll figure something else out, right? So they're, they're always like struggling, trying to, and they're trying to find the quick way to make money, right? Yeah. For me, um. I have my, I have my, um, longer term. Yeah. Well, my nine to five, it's, I don't have to worry about anything, right? Like that, it's always going to be pulling in money, mm-hmm. right? My nine to five is my main job. And then that side stuff, if it's hurting, I'm okay. Yeah. Cause because, that's not the, it's passive. Yeah, exactly. Well, not that it's just passive, but I don't necessarily, I'm not living off of that income. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if that's hurting, I don't have to make short-term decisions, like quick, fast, hasty decisions where it would hurt myself like yeah. in the long run. But I had to do it right now because the business is not doing well and I need mm-hmm. that money, you know? So I don't have to like take shortcuts. Okay. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like you can you can really hurt yourself, but like if you're able to like be lenient, you know, and just trust to like do, make decisions for long-term, your business is going to be better off, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, do you want short-term gains or long-term gains? Yeah, and short-term gain, like it, it's a lot less than if you were to go for the long run, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that was my kind of mindset, and I mean, it's nice to kind of have that luxury right now, uh, not having to worry about that stuff because then, you know, you don't you, the stress is low. Right? Yeah. Um, and I knew that because my nine to five, I was like, you know, it's not like. I don't hate it, right? Yeah. Like I don't like necessarily like it's gonna fucking kill me. <laughs> um, I still like it. I love solving problems and stuff. So I was like, you know, th- I can do it. It works out. It worked out for me. And so, that being step number one, step number two was now to invest, mm-hmm. right? In a side thing, side get on, get on my side hustles. You know, whatever that may be. Um, the first thing was getting a camera. Mm-hmm. Right? I wanted to make video, travel videos, and stuff like that. Um, and then I. 
found out you, you know a lot of businesses and stuff where you can take photos and do videos for businesses as a side gig and make mm-hmm. money that way too so that was my kind of investment with the camera um and then more investments right i mean um started a business with my friends and that's been doing well and about to start another one yeah about to start another one with them you know and it's just i mean finding that partner you know that friend to be able to go in on a business on helps also relieve a lot of the um the burden the burden right because then you would you kind of split mm-hmm. the stress you know and so like i've been very blessed and grateful to find to be able to have the partners i have today um and like with the same kind of mindset and mission mm-hmm. in hand so that was step number two and step number three is patient be patient and that's that's currently the step i'm in right now yeah right it's being patient and just trusting kind of trusting the process right and yeah. then um keep building building that uh, passive income until it matches what i make yeah today and yeah that's where i'm at man man that's like a that's like a guideline most people can follow right there yep i mean like i said it's not it's not that it's rocket science right yeah it's more so the fear people's fear right and and the risk because there there is risk right and it's just for me that was like the most i guess you would call it calculated risk that i was like able to take you know and so doing like who who knew the business was gonna be successful or not right like i mean took a gamble on that right um the camera thing for me that was I feel like low risk investment mm-hmm. because um, you're able to make a lot of use out of it, mm-hmm. and it's not like a like. But it's just you. It's it's up to you if you want to work hard, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and to to go like get clients and do projects and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't like a high risk type thing. So that's like something that costs zero. Do- I mean, I say zero dollars. You got to invest in your equipment first. But basically, zero dollars to start up if you have a camera. I mean, people. I guess you can use your phone. Yeah. that you have already but i mean those are kind of that's kind of what i did and the steps that i've taken um would i do it again fuck yeah you know (laughs) i mean i would i mean i guess you can sort of say i'm sort of doing it again with the second business right Mm -hmm. and kind of my future plans but i mean now like i said i'm being patient and building up my waiting for the bubble to burst yeah um just but again, like I'm not there yet, so I'm, I still need to. I want to diversify my portfolio, so it's just building up that passive income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I feel like this turned into a quick little like. People need to get their finances right, you know. Yeah, I mean, get your finances right or mm-hmm. have good credit. Yeah, <laughs> credit's important. It's a big thing. Yeah, but I think that's good. That's a good way to kind of end this uh, episode, man. Is there anything else? Any last words you want to tell the people? Um, I mean, as always, let us know what you guys think. Let us know your thoughts and opinion. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys, like the good, the bad. Um, I mean, let us know if you feel like you're at your turning point right now and, you know, what steps you're going through during your process. Yeah. Or, I mean, or if you're not at the turning point, are you wanting, you know, are you like, are you someone who wants to get the most out of your life or are you content? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm curious about, right? Yeah is because 
if you're content, I want to know how your mindset is and what you're doing mm -hmm. because that in itself is a beautiful thing. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Catch you guys later. Peace out.